Hallelujah. Welcome to church. Good to see you in church this morning. God bless you. Mita, please do something. It's too loud. Please. Hallelujah. Good to have you in church this morning. God bless you. How is the first situation like in Abuja? It's better now. Okay. Nigeria shall once again be called a righteous nation, a faithful nation, in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. This media, can I have uh, Titus chapter 2, verse 11 through 14? For the remarkable, undeserved grace of God that brings salvation has appeared to all men. It teaches us to reject ungodliness and worldly immoral desires and to live sensible, upright, and godly lives, lives with purpose that reflects spiritual maturity in this present age, awaiting confidently, expecting the fulfillment of our blessed hope and the glorious appearing of our great God and Savior, Jesus Christ, who willingly gave himself to be crucified on our behalf to redeem us and to purchase our freedom from all wickedness. And to purify for himself a chosen and very special people to his own possession who are enthusiastic for doing what is good. You will do what is good always in the name of Jesus. You will do what is good always in the name of Jesus. The grace of God has appeared to all. Say all. And the grace is meant to teach us to live godly, to live holy, to live righteously. Because the blood of Jesus was to purchase us to live for this purpose. To live godly, holy, and righteously at all times. And to be enthusiastic in doing what is good. For the grace of God to be made manifest and to consistently find expression in our life, we are made to live godly, righteously, and do what is good. We are expected to do what is good before God and before man. That was the church Jesus purchased with his blood. If the grace of God you carry does not distinguish you from the world, it is a disgrace, not a grace. If the grace of God that is made to separate you from the world does not distinguish you from the world, it is not grace. Because the grace of God that have appeared to all is meant to teach us Godly living, righteous living, holy living. 
that we are meant to be distinguished from this dying world. The grace has appeared to all. But as you embark on living good and holy, righteously, or common grace, or the great grace, and unusual grace, begin to find expression in your life. Gets activated in your life. Our message is titled Access to a Common Grace Part 2. Note that the grace that appeared to all is made to distinguish you from every other person outside the kingdom. If you still enjoy what the world enjoys as it relates to fitness, death, it means that the grace has not appeared to you. Because the grace is meant to change you. The grace is meant to reprogram you. To redeem you. And to change you from your old nature, old way. And to be all that is God and godliness. There you begin to experience your common grace. The great grace. The unusual grace. In our part one, we said there are attributes of a common grace. Attributes of a common grace. When your common grace begins to find expression in your life or your common grace gets activated in your life, there are many things you begin to observe in and around you. You see things differently. You approach issues differently. You perceive the world differently. You enjoy divine rest. You assess divine wisdom. You assess divine knowledge. Divine speed. Supernatural provision. Supernatural abilities. Divine guidance or direction. These are many of the attributes of a common grace. The reason why you must allow this grace to distinguish you, to, to teach you, to live righteously, godly, and to do what is acceptable to the Lord. Not what is acceptable to the world. You are no longer of the world, though you are in the world. The grace came on you to translate you into a different personality. To redeem you from the Adamic nature. So you can put on the Christ nature. No wonder we saw in Jesus' ministry. He was never perturbed. He was never scattered. He never turned the stone to bread. Because his source was not man. His source was his heavenly father. He was always saying, Father, I know you always hear me. Things were done effortless. He was in control 
of his environment. He was in control of all that was happening. Even when he was to go to the cross, he willingly surrendered because the grace was at work. He paid a common grace to appreciate what God has intended to do in your life, even when it is not convenient. It takes what a common grace to accept and align to what God intended for you, even when it is not convenient. Jesus went to the cross and he paid the ultimate price. The ultimate price was paid to redeem you. There is something God wants to do with you and through you. Until you allow grace to teach you, to separate you, you will not be able to align with that. Where grace is at work in the life of a man, he begins to do a common things. He begins to do what is beyond human comprehension. Grace was never a license to do evil, but to do good. Grace was never to steal from men, but grace was to elevate men. Anything that puts a holy burden on you is from the devil. It doesn't matter who is speaking about it. When Satan appeared to Jesus, he said to Jesus, why not turn this stone to bread? Jesus didn't jump at it. Because when grace is not at work in your life, it is easy for Satan to control you and manipulate you. You can be doing what seems right to you, but it's an abomination to God. Satan said, turn this stone. In other words, turn this, your followers, these people seeking their kingdom, turn them to bread. Put a burden on them. Let them not have life. Jesus said, no, I don't need to turn them to bread to live for the heaven and the earth belongs to my father. When I look up to the hill, then I will realize my head comes from God. I don't need to manipulate. I don't need to lie. I don't need to lie for that interview to secure that job. I don't need to depend on that slogan that is not of God. Help, help those who help themselves. That is not grace. That is disgrace. For I will look unto the heavens. I will look unto the hill from where cometh my help. From my help cometh from above. From my help cometh from God who made the heaven and the earth. That is grace. Able to look unto him irrespective of what you go through. There are set, several situations that will be set up by God that you are to go through for the next phase of your life. You will need grace to endure the process. Otherwise, you will fight God and you will oppose God. Grace is not only grace when you have financial breakthrough, when doors of opportunity open to you. Grace will always be grace, irrespective of what you go through. Because all things work together for your good. Jesus was on the cross. Grace was still working. He was crucified. Grace was still working. 
He said, this grace appeared for you to do what is good. Jesus considered it good to be crucified on the cross so that there would be liberation. So that there would be redemption for mankind. There is someone God wants to do with you and through you. You might be the deliverer of your family. You might be the one sent to liberate your community, your country, the world. But you must allow grace or common grace to find expression in your life. You have to. Whatever you go through, grace will always be available for you to go through it and come out of it unscattered. Hallelujah. Shout of common grace. What thing I've discovered over time is that a man with an uncommon grace is never stranded. No matter what they go through. And many times they go through what they go through they don't even know. It is those looking that can see. He doesn't see it. Those looking at him might see that he's going through something. He himself doesn't feel it. Because grace enables you to go through the issues of life seamlessly. Without a common grace at work in your life, you can be stopped by the devil. Because you bow to pressure. You bow to everything around you. But with a common grace, you will always see God at the other side of life. He's waiting for me. He's waiting for me. He's there. He's waiting for me. I don't need to play games. I don't need to lower my standard. Or common grace doesn't lower a man's standard. It increases the standard of a man. When people say they have grace, they check the standard of their life. Because the grace is meant to increase the standard. Jesus did not erase the law. But he came to raise the bar. Did you get that? He didn't erase the law. But he came to fulfill it. When a common grace is at work, there is nothing you cannot do that God asks you to do. So he came to fulfill the law, but not to erase it. What happened is that a common grace was at work to submit and surrender to all that God required. So grace doesn't lower the standard of God. It helps you fulfill the standard the God of heaven has decided that you have to live with. You must assess a common grace. When you allow grace to teach you godliness, righteousness, godly living, automatically you begin to assess a common grace or, or great grace. Then you begin to find rest. You begin to enjoy divine direction. Divine wisdom, divine knowledge, divine understanding. Joseph carried enormous grace, which is the common grace. But the grace took him through period of time, through processes, through a turbulent road, gallop journey, but he didn't budge. 
He didn't bow to pressure. He didn't bow to pain or whatever. No. He was seeing Jesus at the other side. When you understand what grace it is, what God has given to you is salvation. You don't allow anything to stop you. Temptation will come. But grace will help you jump over it. Joseph was so focused that in spite of all the challenges, he was never distracted. He was offered worldly properties and worldly things. He said, no, I'd rather wait for grace to make it happen. I'd rather wait for grace to deliver it. I will not take from the devil. Devil has nothing to offer me. He said, take it. He said, no, I can't do this wickedness to God. That was a man that understood the power of a common grace. No, I cannot do this wickedness. Commit to a place where you say, Satan has no property of his in my life. Satan has no property of his in my life. That was what Joseph was exhibiting. I will not take any property that belongs to the devil. I will not appropriate it. I will not live with it. I will not, I will not recognize it. No. I will not do this wickedness. The only way you can be distinguished from the world is to put on grace. Tell somebody, put on grace. Grace is to be one. Joseph, so put on that grace that even in the pits, it was he speaking. Hallelujah. He was almost killed. He was still saying, Hallelujah. He was misunderstood like a guest. He was say, saying hallelujah. He was put in prison. He was seeking interpreting dream for men. He was saying, I believe God who has called me. I am doing what he expects from me. I know all things will work together for my good. When you don't recognize that grace is at work in your life, it is easy to bow to Satan. People will look at Potiphar's wife in that scenario. It wasn't Potiphar's wife that was working. It was a devil that came to Joseph. Satan will come to everyone at, at some point. He will come to everyone at some point. If you resist him today, he can give you one year and he will still return. If you resist it in the uh, next two, three years, he can wait for another five years. But for some people, it can be coming even every day. Depending on your level of grace that has been activated. He came to Jesus. Turn this, turn, turn, turn this stone to bread. Why, why do you want to go through what you want to go through? Why don't you just bow and worship me so I can give you the word? He came to Joseph. Before Joseph's prison experience, he said, hey, take what is not yours. Take, take, take Potiphar's wife. So you, so, so you become big and you will now be decorated. Joseph said, I will not put on Egyptian clothes. I have a coat of many colors. Grace decorates your life. The, the coat of, more, of many colors that they said Joseph wore was a common grace. Did you get that? The coat of what? Many colors. That was what? A common grace. Possibilities. was it 
What great does is to decorate your life. It's to make what seems difficult to the natural, seamless, easy. Joseph, how are you doing this? How did you just go to prison and start interpreting dreams? Inter that is preparing people into their future. How are you doing that? What you said is coming to pass. He got to the, the palace. He didn't ask uh, 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 what is it called? Pharaoh, Pharaoh, please. At least some days. Give me one month. When common grace is at work, Hansa is always readily with you. You know what? Because you dine with the Holy Spirit consistently. He said, I will never leave you nor forsake you. I had this dream. Joseph, uh, Joseph said, oh, Hold on, Pharaoh. It's God that revealed mystery. He will reveal it. Then he opened his mouth. When grace is at work in your, in your life, when you open your mouth, what mercy will be wisdom? What mercy will be divine revelation? Divine knowledge? Because grace does not entertain impossibility. Joseph, what do we do? He said, yes. This is what the Lord says. It means the next seven years you have to do this, you have to do that. You know what? Pharaoh said, who can better take care of this work than you? Take over it. Grace gives you a room that is beyond your human comprehension. Did you get that? Grace will make available space for you that is beyond human comprehension. Joseph, take it. You will do it. It was grace that was speaking. I prophesy over your life. You will arrive at your destination. Now your life will be decorated. Grace doesn't allow what you have been through to, to limit you. Did you get that? Grace doesn't allow what you have been, what you have been through to what? Limit you. To stop you. The reason why grace must be allowed to teach you to live godly, righteously, and holy. You will go through all sorts in life, but it will not limit you, it will not stop you. Your life will still be intact. Nothing of value is free. Did you get that? Nothing of value is free. The Bible said, the, the Lord was with Joseph and he prospered. Did you get that? One, one disgraced preacher said no long ago, you don't need God to prosper. Or you don't need God to succeed. Or you don't need God. The fact that the worldly man succeeds what you tax sources does not equate the sources that come from God. The blessings of the Lord make it rich. He add no sorrow with it. Tell somebody, my, my clothes is different from your own. Yes. We might wear the same shoe. 
but God is with my own. What happened to the children of Israel that the Bible said they wore shoe for 40 years and the shoe was not worn out of their leg? What is wrong with us? When, you see, he said, whatsoever you do, it shall prosper. That's what, whatsoever must prosper. They won't wash you for 40 years. The Bible said, and the Lord was with you. In other words, a common grace was upon Joseph. And then he prospered. How do you say slave pro prosper? You see, when a common grace comes upon you, it doesn't matter what you were called before, before now. It doesn't matter what men called you. But grace will give you a different name. He was known as a houseboy. That was what Joseph was. A, a houseboy became a king maker and a king himself. An unusual grace. Everyone can assess it. But not everyone is ready to pay the price. Everyone can what? Assess it. But not everyone is ready to what? Pay the price. Nothing of value is free. Nothing of value is free. Everything of value will come, will come with a cost. Joseph, take this apple. Joseph said, no, I can't do this wickedness against God. You know what he was saying? I can't diminish the grace that I carry. Did you get that? You see, if you are conscious of the grace you carry, Satan cannot diminish it. Jesus was aware of what he carried. That's why he said, Thou shalt not bow to another being as I God. When you don't know who you are, you don't know the grace you carry, you can bow to the, to the devil. Many have bowed to the devil today because they didn't know grace that was at work in their lives. And they were not ready to wait for the, the, for the full manifestation of a common grace to find expression in their life. Then they bowed to the devil. Jesus was tempted. He said, hey, Satan, keep your property. Keep the word to yourself. Joseph was tempted. He said, hey, he said, hey Satan, keep the word to yourself. Because the grace I have received is made to separate me from the worldliness and the evil of the world. God will be clapping. That is my son in whom I am well pleased. That is my daughter in whom I am well pleased. May God be pleased all the days of your life. May God be pleased in your life. Say there's a price to pay for common grace. Say it. There is a price to pay for an uncommon grace. You want to call it great grace or common grace? It's okay. There's a price to pay for it. How many, how many, how many, how many pay track of it that you can name that you were aware that they pay, they pay the price? What comes to your mind first? Eh? Eh? Abraham, Moses. For me, 
Joseph at all time is for me. Then there is another one that we must not fail to mention so that we can balance the equation. When Sam, Samson was born, everybody look at, talk Samson down. No, what happened to Samson was to teach us lesson and to, to correct us and to make us focus on the right thing. Samson is a better of faith. We must not fail to recognize. The Bible said before he was conceived and a, a, a word came to, 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 to his parents that this one must be a Nazarene. You, do you know what that means? Separated, set apart. Every born again was made to be separated and set apart. The word that came to Samson parents is a word that God sent to every redeemer of the Lord. There is a child coming to you. Razor should not touch his head. He will not drink strong drinks. You know that what is strong drinks? Not even the spirits. No. The strong drink of this world is the immorality and the corruption of this world. It intoxicates. Nothing intoxicates like worldliness. That is why you need a strong hand to be delivered. The worldliness intoxicates you. You don't see any other thing aside that. It controls your mind. So he said, you know that what? He said, worldliness is strong. That's why he will not drink what strong drink. You know that what? He will not partake of the things of the world. You will train him not to partake of the things of the world. As long as he does not partake of the things of the world, my hand will be mightily heavy on him. Train him that this one is set apart, is consecrated. In other words, this one is born again. This one is redeemed. Razor will not touch his head. He will not drink strong drink. He will not be part of this world system. He will be different. He will be a deliverer. We notice Sansi walking in any place majestically. Nobody that will not feel his presence. There is a way grace announces you. When you wear it, do you get that? That's what a way grace announces you when you wear it. Something entire place, they feel his sign, they will shiver. He's here again. The Bible spoke about the children of Israel. Who was this king that went to consort with Balaam? That the king of uh, uh, Moabite, he consulted with a Balaam, a prophet of God. He's a, 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 a Balak. He said, there are people that come out of a land. We heard of them. Anywhere they enter, they lift it up. Please come and come. You know what he was saying? There are people, they are set apart, they are consecrated. They are born again. Anywhere they enter, they lift it up. So let us stop them. You don't stop grace. You can only walk in favor of grace. Balak said, Balaam. He didn't, it, he didn't know how to, to, to call them. There, we had a, a, a news. There are certain people. A, a believer that wears grace 
is only recognized as certain individual because an unusual things are happening around the person's life. We heard of a people that came out of a land that anywhere they enter, they lick it up. Please come and cause them because they are walking toward my land. I know when they come, they will also lick it up. You will lick up Nigeria. I said you will lick up Nigeria. Oh, you don't understand why he said we, we, we are the one that will change Nigeria. There is an unusual grace that will come upon everyone. But you see, they may not recognize you, but they cannot stop you from becoming who God called you to be. They might not recognize you, but they can't despise you. They might not recognize you, but they can't deny the exploits that will be done in you and through you. He said, there are people that said that scripture for me. There are people that came out. They have lit up everywhere. Men that carry grace are to lick up everywhere. And they consulted. Let's cause them. You cannot walk against grace. You can only walk in favor of grace. And they, they tried to cause them. And they were warned. Don't go with them. That shall not cause them. They carry a common grace. That's what the was. He said, that shall not go with them. That shall not cause them. For they are blessed. That's what the word of God said. In other words, you cannot cause this one because they are cause proof. When cause come, it will bounce back to you. They are blessed me. They carry on unusual grace. Behold, there is a people came out of Egypt. Are you seeing Egypt? Man of God. Are we seeing Egypt? We have been delivered, right? We have been uh, set free. We have been redeemed. We have been regenerated. He said, behold, there is a people come out of Egypt. Who are the people that come out of Egypt? You were to lick up the land when you are out of Egypt. But when you come out of Egypt, you still carry their lifestyle. What control Egypt will still control you? Because Egypt is limitation. Egypt, Egypt is oppression. Egypt is pain and sorrow. You were not supposed to wear Egyptian garment when you are out of Egypt. You were supposed to put on grace and wear grace. He said, behold, there is a people come out of Egypt which covered the face of the earth. You know what that means? In politics, we are there. In economy, we are in charge. So today, we are building, we are building buildings. And the aliens of this world, we are oppressing the church. And church said that we are prospering. Ah, ah! If you are prospering, the political landscape of Nigeria, who is in charge? If you are prospering, the economy uh, uh, landscape, who is in charge? We are made to cover everywhere. The prosperity was not the beauty. The prosperity was the grace at work in the life of a believer. Behold, there is a people come out of Egypt. When they come out of Egypt, they were to be tutored, trained, how to wear grace, how to carry grace. That this, this redemption has, has come to liberate you from Egyptian lifestyle. Now, you will walk in holiness, in righteousness, and you will know what is good and aligned. They will follow next. He said, which covered the face of the earth? Come now. Cause me them. Paraventure, I shall be able to overcome them and drive them out. You don't drive grace away. You, you, you appreciate grace. When people say, I appreciate grace, they, they don't say it in the right context. Because anybody that carry a microphone, I appreciate grace. That might be, uh, oh, celebrate. Grace is meant to be celebrated. You can't drive grace away. 
Grace is meant to be appreciated. You cannot drag what grace away. Grace, we have to be in charge and in control of everything. And I said, let's cause them. Let's drag. Do you drive grace away? Without Joseph, Egypt would have been extinguished in his time. Nigeria is dying daily. Economy of, uh, the economy of Nigeria is in crisis. But we are shouting we have prophets. We are shouting we have the biggest church. It's a lie. It's a lie. We were, we were meant to be tormented to the world. You know what it, what it is? In, in, in the house of assembly, they will be plotting, how do we deal with these people? Because they, they are making laws that prohibit every evil. Because Satan demons strive with evil. Now, God and the Holy Ghost, they thrive in, the holy, in, the, in holiness. Then, the law that promotes uh, God, the law that promotes the kingdom. If they pass, if they pass, if they pass first reading, second reading, they should be plotting how to, to stop it. But suddenly, even the, the king of Egypt will pass it. And they say, why did you pass it? I don't know also. Why are you favoring the church? I don't know also. You can delay it, but you must do what is expected. He said, Paraventure, I shall be able to overcome them. This was what to, you see, now you know what they are doing? They are slapping us in our faces. We can't, we can't do anything anymore. And we have the biggest of churches. You know, we deceive ourselves. Military. Who is, who is, in, who is, in, who is in charge? The police, who is in the charge? Uh, the uh, army, who is in charge? Uh, 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 what is immigration who is in charge? Custom who is in charge? Name them again, name it, name them. All of them. Uh, uh, finance who is in charge? Uh, speaker of the house who is in charge? Uh, 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 Senate president who is in charge? The president who is in the charge? Who is in charge? Yes. Their job was to be looking for a way to, uh, to unseat us. No, we now align them to just sit down. Whatever they ask us to do, that's what we are not doing. If you go to Paracetas, they will be number one and number two and number three. Then you will not find us number four. But we said the church in Nigeria is prospering. What do we call pro- prosperity? He said, I shall be able to overcome them and drive them out. You can't drive grace away. You know what? where the church misses it? We pursue mama, and mama brought disgrace to the body of Christ. The next one. And God said unto Balaam, Thou shalt not go with them. Because these wounds, they carry a common grace. You can't cause them. He said, Thou shalt not go with them. Thou shalt not cause these people for their what? <laughs> Where you carry a common grace. Anybody that tries to cause you is causing himself. In other words, they carry a common grace, an unusual grace. You see, you don't need to offend anybody for anybody to try to curse you. Because as a man who is redeemed of the Lord, as a believer, necessarily Satan will hate you. Your prayer shouldn't be, they shouldn't curse you. But the Bible said the curseless shall not be cursed. It said they are blessed, you can't curse them. Do you know Balaam was a prophet? He confirmed the words of his messenger, right? 
and the cancer of his uh, what? But God said this time, keep your prophetic title this time. Did you get that? Listen, he confirmed the words of what? His message, the cancer of his, what? his servant. And when Balaam was consulted by Balak to cause man who has activated the common grace, God said, hey prophet, it is my word though. I work with my word, but not in every situation. I know anything you bring before me, I should what? approve it, but not with the man that carried a common grace. He said, these ones, don't try and work against them. Don't go with the heathens. Don't go with the pharaohs. These ones are what? Blessed. In other words, if you try fighting them, you are fighting against God. And you know you will always be crushed when you fight against God. When the stone fall on you, it will crush you. When you fall on the stone, it will still crush you. So, back out. Say, Satan, back out. If you follow the stone, it will break you. If the stone follows you, it will still break you. That is the life of a man that carries a common grace. You will not know the gathering behind the scene concerning you. They are wondering every day, why are you still alive? We consulted all, all the power that be in Covus is still alive. We went to the city to meet the queen of the coast herself. You are still alive. We did everything. You are still alive. No. For this one is blessed. A common grace. You will pay any price to wear it. The price you must pay for common grace is total separation and consecration set apart. What God was saying, that shall not go with the people working against these people. We are meant to put dread upon everyone outside, outside this kingdom. That is, anywhere you enter, they should be able to talk about you. One of them is here. Did you get that? You know what we do? We do everything now to look like them. We do everything now for them to accept us. Eh? You can't be the enjoyer. So we do everything now to what? Look like them. To be accepted by them. To be appreciated by them. But in reality, we were to influence our world. When we enter, we should be emulated. We should be envied. Do you look at the way they were described. There are people that came out of Egypt. Anywhere they enter, they take charge. That was what they are. You didn't get that? Anywhere they enter, they do what? Now, a king was afraid. We heard what they did to the neighboring cities. And these people are approaching my land. Dread came upon Balak. They are coming. And they will leak up also. The only thing I will do. There's something you have not seen there. They know they have magicians. They know they have astrologers. They know they have necromancers. But they know this one can't stop all these ones. The only thing we can use is to also be among them because they have unusual power. So let's just pick one among them to cause them. And even when that one was almost ready, God said, no, you can't still not touch them. Do you think, you think Balak would have gone to a, a prophet of God? 
They've already in their demonic rate that they have checked. Oh, we don't have necromancer that will do this. No astrologer that can do this. No babalahu that can do this. No mommy water that can do this. If they can do it, the neighbor city they have lit up, they have taken over. They have necromancers, they have armor, they have illuminatis. Nobody could stop them. So you know what I will do? Let me approach one that I know is also one of them. When Balaam came, you know, Balaam didn't actually take the contract. He said, Well, I know that these people, they are my kindred anyway, but because you brought the contract, let me inquire of God. Because Balaam didn't say, I can do it. He said, Any word I receive, I will bring to you. If he was sure he can do it, he said, Don't worry, I will teach them a lesson. Nobody will brag again to teach you a lesson until you return to Jesus. Yeah, you con, con, that we, you will teach a, a child of God a lesson, you will become even the lesson. Balaam said, Let me inquire of the Lord. God, go for them, please. God, you see what Balaam did? He didn't say, My your people or our people, my people. He said, eh, hey, Lord, there are people according to Balak. They came out and that I have been told. Go and say, Well, the answer is this you can't go with them, you can't cause them, you can't do them anything because I have permitted them any land they enter, they should look it. Allow them to lick it free of charge. Grace, grace. And Bella rose up in the morning and said unto the prince, princes of Balak. Get you into your land. For the Lord refused to give me leave to go with you. Did you see that? God did not permit me to do what you requested. Continue. And the princes of Moab rose up and they went up unto Balak and said, Balak refused to come with us. And Balak sent yet again princes more and more honorable than they. Hey, not in our generation. That man that says he's a prophet. Just send even a uh, cheap wish, not even a uh, uh, send a president. Too. If you just send even the cheap wish to one of us, we want to undo that thing. Uh, did you come with brand Velo? We will give you a, a big land in this community. You will have unrestrained access to us, anything you want. You know what they did? The people, the wicked world, they know how to, to seduce the children of God. But for you to refuse that seduction, it is a mindset you must carry. God will always do greater than the devil. You see, if you have that mindset, Satan cannot, he can't convince you otherwise. Now they sent one of, you see what they said? What they miss is that they sent the power that be in that community, in that nation. Like Senate president, vice president. Finance ministers, they sent. I continue. And they came to Balaam and said to him, Thus saith Balaam, the son of Zippor, let nothing, I pray thee, hinder thee from coming unto me. Continue. And for I will promote thee unto a very great honor, and I will do whatsoever thou say unto, unto me. Come therefore, I pray thee, cause me these people. 
Let me tell you the truth. When you carry an unusual grace, you sleep as if you are a baby of uh, 10 years, I mean 10 months. You see, when you carry grace, do you know the battle that goes on behind, your scene, behind the scene? Because they can't understand. How come we have, God, we, if anytime God lets you see anything, it's just a tip of an iceberg. Because there are things God will not show you that is going on behind the scene. And Satan is, is constrained. We have done everything. You know what the Bible says? He, he that breaketh the egg, serpent will bite. He, as long as you don't break the egg, you wear that grace. No matter the serpent that comes, they will be resisted. They will be stopped. Did you get that? He that breaketh the edge, serpent will bite. So they will come in every way. But they can't come near you. They come to your finances, nothing. They come to your marriage, nothing. They come to everything. They will come. Listen, don't let any pastor that have told you because you are born again, your battle has stopped. It's a lie. The day you are born again, that's when the real battle starts. Oh, you didn't hear that. The day, you see, there is level, there is level of being born again. When you are born again, you, you, still, you still live like them. You, you don't have issue. Because literally, you are still part of them. Why is God telling you there has to be separation? He knows that you can be born again and still look like them and behave like them. He's saying, though you are born again, as long as you have not separated, what happened to them will happen to you. So now, be separated. When you are separated, that is when the war begins. But let me tell you why you will not have a sleepless night. Because a common grace will overshadow you. And Balaam answered and said unto the servant of Balaam, If Balak would give me his house full of silver and gold, I cannot go beyond the word of the Lord. <laughs> you know what happened? That is, when you put on grace... Eh? Satan gather against you. No matter who they consult, they will also come back to Satan. Satan, go and do it yourself. Because we tried, it didn't work. Don't tell somebody, don't break the hedge. No, no human on earth is super. Anyone that is super is or common grace that is super in them. He said, give me everything. I cannot go beyond the word of God. Why do, why do you think God keep emphasizing? Let the word of God control you. Live within the context of the word of God. Don't pray the word. The word doesn't need to make sense to you. But it will make well for you. It doesn't need to make sense to you. But it will make you well. You know what he said? I can't go against the word of God. I can't walk against the word of God. When you don't walk against the word of God, Satan cannot walk against what God has ordained for you. I can't go beyond the word of the Lord, my God, to do less or more. Continue. He said, now therefore I pray. Carry here. Look at what Balaam uh, did again. There, there was pressure on them. Pressure came upon Balaam. These people were so afraid. Do you know as it were? They have not even come home. They have not entered there. It was only news that they are planning to come. 
may God put your dread upon your enemy. They have not entered the land. They were consulting back and front. How do we stop these people? Hey, it is, it is, it is an eyesore to see that the unbeliever now take us for granted. They look at you. Say, don't, don't forget these noisemakers. Nobody will take your anointing for granted again. Every demon of the Lord is anointed. It just anointed, anointed come in degrees. It come in degrees. There is no limit to what you can assess in God. Now, therefore, I pray you tarry here, also here, this night, that I may know what the Lord will say unto me. You cannot consult God to work against his own. It's not possible. God cannot work against his own. But Satan will work against you any time, any day when grace is removed from you. What diminishes grace? No, preach with me. I know that's the area you might not want me to go. What diminishes grace? Oh, really? And God came unto Balaam at night and said unto him, If the men come to call thee, rise up and go with them. But yet, the word which I shall say unto thee, thou shalt thou do. God can't work against his children. And Balaam rose up in the morning and saddled his ass and went with the princes of Moab. Continue. And God's anger was kindled because he went. Because God was speaking in parable to his prophet and the prophet was foolish. You see, the word of God cannot what? Be, the word of God cannot be, what? Be changed. The first inquiry you made was enough. You didn't need to come back to me. Now that it's as if your mind is gradually being seduced. Go with them, but what I said initially will still stand. The prophet was foolish. God needed to teach him a lesson. When you came at the beginning, Daniel said, You people, these people can't be caused. Did I not tell you they can't be caused? That they are blessed people, they are increased people. Did I not tell you? Why did you come again? Because they were seducing you, they will give you title, they will give you this or whatever. Well, go with them. But remember, my word cannot be broken. The next thing, look at the disgrace. It was us that messes up uh, Balaam. You know what that means? When we resist God, he will use the least to cause us, to, to cause us pain and mess our life up. He doesn't hate you. He will use that your, that his, that your mess to regather you to be focused. To be better for yourself. You know what happened? Uh, Balaam was coming, uh, was going out of order. God has to use the least. The same thing God wants to use to bless you. If you don't handle it well, it can be the same thing that will mess you up. Because God, Satan will bring his own version. Oh, you didn't know that. The same thing God uses to bless can also be the same thing that Satan can use to destroy. If Joseph didn't realize where he was going, who called him, he would have taken from Potiphar's uh, wife. That would have been a cause. That would have limited God and limited his people. Joseph definitely would not have become who, what he became in Egypt. But Satan knew already there is greatness in the life of this one. 
So what we need to do, let's look for a counterfeit look alike to seduce him. Be careful. Anytime Satan offer you something that tries to seduce your heart, know that God has something bigger for you. Oh, you didn't get that. Anytime Satan tries to seduce you with anything, know at the back of your mind that God has something bigger for you. If you are aware and you know that there's something bigger for you, it will be easy for you to back out of the devil negotiation. And God's anger was kindled because he went and the angel of the Lord stood in the way for an adversary against him and now he was riding upon his ass and his two servants were with him. And they ass saw the angel of the Lord standing in the way. Wait, may bribe not blind our eyes. Sweetheart, did you see that? An ass could not see an angel. Even the prophet couldn't see. Man of God. You know how, how they have how they have hijacked many prophets sent to liberate Nigeria? It's the same thing that was used. Position. We will give you gold. We will give you diamond. Then your spiritual side will be taken away. Then your future, you can't see it anymore. You will lose your assignment on the way. Now, Balaam was now constrained because of bribe that was seducing his mind. Then he lost his spiritual sight. And the ass saw the angel of the Lord standing in the way. And he saw drawn, drawn in his hand. And the ass turned aside out of the way. And went into the field. And Balaam smoothed the ass to turn her into the way. Balaam, your sight has been given to an ass. There is a prayer we must pray before, before we round up. We will, that is everything the world has taken from us because of our worldly pursuit. Father, we, re, we reassess them. Worldly pursuit has a way of delaying your vision. Worldly pursuit has a way of delaying your destiny. But the angel of the Lord stood in the part of the vineyard. He wore being on this, on this side and he wore on that side. And when they asked saw the angel of the Lord. She thrust herself onto the wall and crushed Balaam's foot. A days of war and he smoothed her again. Huh? He asked you, should I just keep Balaam? Yeah. You know what that is teaching us? When God don't negotiate with the word of God. Hello? You didn't get the message? Don't negotiate with what? When you negotiate with the word of God, you are on your way to be crushed. Bella was told from the beginning. Don't go with them. That's just what said to you. We know we, we dance it, but we don't apply ourselves to it. God said it. I believe it. That said to us. We dance it, but we don't apply it to ourselves. In other words, God said it. I obey it. That's what it is. Don't negotiate with the word of God. When God said, don't go with them, that's what settles it. But Balaam 
still listen to the adversary. God was saying, ah, but I already said to you, don't come in that, don't do that, don't do that. I've already said it, you see it in my word. Why are you trying to negotiate? God, you understand, you know my predicament. You, you, no, God doesn't look, allow your predicament or whatever to change his word. His word is standard. The foundation of God stands sure. And the angel of the Lord went further and stood in the narrow place where was no way to turn either to the right hand or to the left. And when the ass saw the angel of the Lord, she fell down under Balaam. And Balaam's anger was kindled and he smoothed the ass with a staff. Why are you beating the ass? Because the sight was no longer there. You know, the anger that was kindled against Balaam, he negotiated with the word of God. When we start negotiating with the word of God, we will hinder God from carrying out his plan and purpose in our life. The word of God doesn't need to make sense to you, but you must align. You must appreciate it. You must live it. And the Lord opened the mouth. Now, wow. Could it be that was, could it be that Balaam was from Nigeria? I believe Balaam was the prophet from Nigeria. I be, man of God, I believe. No, no, no. No, it's only in Ghanaians, they don't, they don't do this. It's only, it's only in Nigeria that would be. That Bela was in Nigeria. No, I can just tell you. You see? And as is fighting you that you have, you have used for, for years. Oh, you, instead of you to inquire, God, what has happened to my ass? It's not behaving well. Because when the Nigerian make up his mind, if you try to tell him otherwise, don't do that, they will fight you. Even when you tell him, this is danger there. You become their enemy that want to tell them there is danger. They prefer that danger to consume them than you tell them to do otherwise. Even as I'm preaching now, there are many people that can flog me. Just that grace wouldn't let anybody flog me. Pastor, can, will you just continue to tell us this and that? The, uh, there is a son that is not here today. I lost so much. He said, Pastor, the message that comes from my Jessica, it looked like, look like a wipe in, in your hand. He used to flog me. When I get home, I used to even feel pain on my body. I said, yes, the word was to remove you, break you, and to bring you together perfectly. And the Lord opened the mouth of the ass, and she said unto Balaam, why would Balaam wait until the ass speaking language that Balaam will not understand? <laughs> See, my daughter Salafi here. So you agree with me that Balaam is in Nigeria? It's just that it's not from this church. He didn't attend our church. No. But it's a Nigerian. That is guaranteed. What have I done today that thou hast meeting me these three times? Who was talking? There's a problem. I stopped walking. It's not obeying you. You should have known. With the level of anointing you carry, you should have known something. God, is there anything I'm doing wrong? Is there anything I am missing? No, bribe. Bribe will compare you to even make, make you disobey God and even make you look stupid. Bribe and lost. 
You will see the evil. You will not see it as the best. The reason why the word of God must constrain you. Because that has... Bela answered, Bela, how foolish are you? You are not talking with your ass. Bela. See, now, okay, the ass has spoken. Is it not enough for Bela to have run like, ah, God, oh, this is too much. Ass is speaking my language. As Bela was also now re- replying ass. Is it not madness? No, man of God, it was bad enough that ass was speaking the language Bela can understand. It is even worse that Bela is also not replying the ass. Was that not have been enough for us? No, something is wrong. Just imagine you have a dog in your house and all of that. You just say, why, why are you eating that yam? What is wrong with you? Can I not eat yam? Will you not run away? Will you not run? Ha. Then you will not be telling the goat is my yam. Are you also not goats? You know what? Bella brought himself so low that he was not in the class of uh, you didn't he has lowered his standard. He has debased himself. When grace is taken away from you, you will be debased. He came down to the level of what? Us. They were not speaking the same language. When you start doing ungodly things, you will not be living like the ungodly people. You will come to their standard. What before them before you? What happened to them happened to you? Because you have broken spiritual reality and spiritual security. Because you are meant to remain Goshen. Let me tell you where your Goshen is located. Goshen is the grace that you carry. Goshen. Goshen is the grace. Robot is your grace. When you come out of grace, you are out of robot. When you come out of grace, you are out of Goshen. Bela became reduced that he was now discussing with an ass. Bela, you, you are the image of God. You have reduced yourself so low because of what the world will purchase you with. It was bad you had the language, but you are not replying. I would. And he said, Bela said not to the ass. Because that has mocked me, I would there, I would that we a sword in my hand. For now, I would have killed it. What happened to Balaam? You are talking to animal, man of God. This is a Balaam that could hear God talk one on one. Did you get that? Is the one not discussing with an animal? You are telling an animal would have killed you, Balaam. What is wrong with your mind? You know what that means? When we disobey God, we become irrelevant. That is what it is. We become what? Irrelevant. When we, di- we know when we disobey God. We know when we are in disobedience. We can hide it. But you can hide from men. You can't hide from yourself. Did you get that? You can hide from men, but you can't hide from yourself. He was not discussing with an animal. Grace left him. What that teaches you is that when grace is tempered with, you come to a level you were not expected to be. You are there. 
Just imagine. You are walking as a sister man. Majestically. You know it's not possible for you to be see the ant walking around. You know ant, ant. For you not to be talking with ant, something is wrong. Bella didn't see something was wrong. What doesn't let you see that something is wrong with what you are doing? The reason you must not even approach it, don't think of it. Because you will so corrupt your mind. Corrupt your thinking. And you will not see anything wrong with what you are doing. But it will limit your life. It will debase you. But put on grace. Putting on grace simply means obey the word of God. Accept the word of God. Live in the reality of the word of God. That is grace. And the Balaam said unto the ass, Because thou hast mocked me, I would that were a sword in my hand. For now I would have paid you. You are now fighting with your ass. Imagine that. Continue. And the ass said unto Balaam. Balaam is a, is a Nigerian. And the ass said unto Balaam. Am I not, am I not, uh, am I not I thy ass? Upon which thou hast written ever since. I was dying unto this day. Was I, was I ever want to do so unto thee? And he said, nay. Bella, what is wrong with you? May we not get so far away that we don't even know when God is trying to put us together. God, God was trying to correct Balaam. Balaam! You can't hear me anymore. But where I will use the animal to at least show you certain things to know that something is wrong with you. Balaam still did not pay attention. When grace is tempered with, you can't hear God. You can't. Nothing of God will make sense to you anymore. Read the remaining in your house. And you will enjoy it. Just know at the back of your mind, Balaam is a Nigerian. And it's from the church of, of, church of God in Nigeria. Ah, we are in the season of grace. So we are in the time of grace. Grace is not disgrace. Say grace is not disgrace. Ephesians 2 verse 20 will round up. Okay. Brother Moses, what is left? How many minutes is left? 25 minutes? Okay, it's enough. Additional 5 minutes. Let's just make it 30 minutes. Is that okay, Moses? Now, when you want to activate or assess or common grace or unusual grace or great grace, this is where the secret lies. This is it. We are going to stretch it to 24. And are built upon the foundations of the apostles and prophets. Jesus Christ himself being the chief. Can I please take it in amplified, please? And having been built on the foundation of the apostles and prophets, with Christ Jesus himself as a chief cornerstone, in whom the whole structure is joined together, and it continues to increase, growing into a holy temple in the Lord. Growing to where? Growing to where? Grace increases. Grace grows. Did you get that? Grace is in decrease. 
The more you grow in God, the more your grace increases. Grow into the holy temple in the Lord. A sanctuary dedicated, set apart. Say set apart. You become a sanctuary, a temple dedicated and set apart. And sacred to the presence of the Lord. Sacred. Who, who, who should that be? Who should be sacred? Oh, are you sure? You become what? Set apart. Sacred. And now, when Bela tried to meet Bela at that time, to cause you because you arrive, you are about to arrive at your destination, they will have God to fight with. Everyone born of God belongs to God. But few are his vessels. Did you hear that? But he, he, he wishes that all become his vessels. Did you get that? Everyone born of God are the delight of the Lord. But few are his vessels. That's why I said many are called. But few, are, few have decided to set themselves apart. Those ones are the chosen. Did you get that? Many are called, but few have made themselves available to be what? Separated, set apart. They are sacred. Those ones, don't tempt them, don't try them. They become the stone God uses to fight on the earth. All called, but few made themselves available to be set apart. That's why I say many are called. In other words, all are called in the kingdom. But only few will be available to be set apart, separated, and sacred. You're going to give me this scripture that's around up. 2 Timothy chapter 2. No, 2 Timothy chapter 20 verse 22. Don't forget, that's what we round up with. You are the one that will avail yourself for separation. For consecration. You are the one that will dedicate yourself. No one does it for you. It's a personal price you must pay. Nothing of value is cheap, come free. You pay for it. You are the one who will consecrate and set yourself apart. He said, in him and in fellowship with one another, you also are being built up into a dwelling place of God in the spirit. Wow. Into where? Hold it there. Ito what? Preach with me now. Ito what? Who dwell in that place then? Hello? Who dwell in that place? If God dwell in you, which office can resist you? If God dwell in us, why have we not changed the political landscape of Nigeria? We were to be built up as a temple that God dwells. We were to bring order to every environment. We are to bring the kingdom of God to everywhere we go. Right? But we are not being built up. We have remained believers who are not ready to be separated. That is what God is telling us. He said, built together into a dwelling place of God in the spirit. Continue now. In him and in fellowship with one another, you are also, also, you are also built, built together into a dwelling place 
you become the dwelling place of God. You become the dwelling place. That is what separation is all about. That is what set apart represents. You become a dwelling place of God. In essence, you are a carrier of God. Acts chapter 4 verse 33 and 34. Access to great grace. Access to great grace. There is grace. There is an uncommon grace of great grace. Let's take it from um, go back. Go back to Amplify. Let me see if I can see what I'm looking for. Okay. It's okay. And with great ability and power, the apostles were continually what? Testifying to what? They were what? They were testifying to the power of resurrection. You know what that means? They were testifying to the death and resurrection of Jesus. There is a testimony when you are crucified. You die to the things of this world. It becomes a testimony. They were testifying that the death and resurrection of Jesus Christ is causing wave everywhere. In other words, what he's telling us, Jesus died. We also die with him. As he rose, we also what? Which means we should live his life. They testify to the resurrection of the Lord Jesus. And then what happened No, preach now. And great grace. And great grace. If that is if, which means that is that is grace. He didn't say grace was found. But he said what? Great grace. They were testifying. You know what that, you know what they were testifying? They were testifying of their separation. They were testifying of the sacredness, the separation. The, the, they were set apart because Jesus was separated. He was set apart. He died and he rose. That was the testimony. Today, the testimony is not that Jesus who died, we died with him, we rose with him. That's not the testimony. The testimony is we are believers. I go to church. The world wants to see something different in our lives. They want to look for something they don't have. They are looking for something that nothing can give to them. Only a life can grant them access. A great grace. God's remarkable loving kindness and favor. And God will rest. Oh, did you see that? Upon who now? Upon God. Take it from Pinges. With great power, the apostle continued to testify to the resurrection of the Lord Jesus. An abundant grace was upon them. No, that is not New King James. Now. This is ice. Give me King James. King James. 
and with great grace or with great power, the apostle gave witness. Our life is supposed to give witness to the death and resurrection of Jesus Christ. Hello? Did you get that? Our life as a beam or believer or regenerated believer, our life is to what? Give witness to the death and resurrection of what? Jesus Christ. And with great power, the apostles gave witness to the resurrection of the Lord Jesus. As they gave witness, their life was a witness. The life of Christ was found in them. The resurrection finds expression in them. The crucifixion of Christ finds expression in them. What followness? What followness? What followness? What are you carrying now? What are you carrying now? What will you continue to carry? Their lifestyle, their lifestyle was a witness to the death and resurrection of Jesus. Their lifestyle was a witness. So when people see them, they see the exact image of Christ. As, as long as that was in place, the Bible says, and great grace was what? Upon them all. Upon them what? All. As many that we witness to men by the lifestyle of Jesus, great grace fall upon them. As many whose Jesus life we find expression, they will carry great grace. Your life must witness to everyone that you are truly born again. That's what he's saying. Your life must witness to everyone that you are born again. Your life should tell everyone that you are born again. Not in your, in your name, not in you saying it. You know, sometimes when we now want to let people know we are born again, it's not there. No, no, no. That's what. I am, I am born again because I go to church. I am born again because I say kapa, papa, papa. That's not what the Bible recognizes him. He said, and with great power, the apostle gave witness to the resurrection of the Lord Jesus. They gave witness. So this one is died to flesh. This one is saved apart. It's consecrated. This one is only, it's only Jesus you can see. It's what you have to do. It's something that you will have to do. It's not put upon you. You are the one who will make up your mind. No one does it for you. Your pastor can't do it for you. No pastor can do it for you. No. The pastor are meant to guide you, preach the message for you, to you. And then when they, their life was a witness that Jesus actually died and rose, then great grace was activated. The next one, verse uh, 34. Now, now was there anyone, okay, no, was there anyone among them who was Oh, I, I, you didn't see that. Did you see that? When grace gave come, what happened is? Eh? 
You see, they, they deceive us with prosperity message. Mammon become the message. But this is actually the prosperity message. Yo. But it takes discernment to understand. Because we kiss, we keep preaching mommy water. Money, 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 mammon. We now call it prosperity. He stole the power of the church. When sin dies in a man, luck dies also. <laughs> when sin dies in a man, luck also dies in a man. There is no prosperity message more than that. No, was there anyone among them who lacked? Who lacked? For all who were what? Oh, 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 you didn't, you didn't see that too? For all who were what? So they have possessed, they, they have lands, they have houses. They do. They didn't lack anything. Let me tell you something. When we didn't have what to give to the church, Nasa telling we made them focus on mama money, money, money. Because we needed to strip them naked. When we preach the gospel to them, everyone we have what to give to God without being asked. You didn't get that. When we preach Jesus to everyone, that is what follows. When Jesus is being seen in them, you really don't need to tell a man. Oh, have encountered God. Don't, you don't need to put pressure on them to give for the kingdom. That we not do. We compare them, we manipulate, we lie. Because we know they are living in sin. Because sin only makes you think about yourself alone. Because it is sin. Sin brings uh, breed their greed. Did you get that? Sin is what selfish. Sin breed what? Greed. When men are delivered from the nature of this world, they literally know all that they have, God gave it to them. Do you understand that? They will not be constrained or compared or manipulated. They will not. So we refuse to teach them what they should know. We not devise a means to turn them to bread. Grace, grace come upon them. No lack. Okay, see. We, if all of you here are not in lack, and we like, and this church is getting overtitled, do you, do you really think, Pastor, we say we need money for a land? No, preach with me now. You are sure of that? And if we, if for any reason, all of us, we are not lacking. And we're like, we have new convert, they live far away or whatever. There must be mobility to convey them. Do we need to be saying, please, we need all free for that. There is abundance that is activated in your life when you begin to express the nature of God. That you don't wait for anybody to tell you that the church needs to be built. Look at what happened. No, was there anyone among them who lack for all who were possessors of land or has he sold them? 
Who told them? No, now who told them? What were they doing with it? They were distributing, advancing the gospel. You see, when you lack, you will you'll be counting for next year, next year, this one for next week. When there is when great grace is activated in your life, you see you live by the day. Because he said, I will supply all your needs. It is not a confession, it's a reality, a lifestyle that the word of God revealed to you. He said they were possessor of land and housing. They were, they were ready to... Sadayo, that is, you have 40 plot of land, 20 plot of land, you have 10 plot of land. Do you know what you do every time as you look around? You know what is in your mind? How to meet the needs of people who really need. Do you know when you are thinking about your own? You are thinking about your own, everybody is confused. Because we are doing the same thing. We will be receiving the same thing. Benoit said, no. This is what the world says. I want to appreciate the word of God and I leave it out. Great grace will come. You can't lack anything when grace, grace come. You can't. You can't. You can't. Grace can be multiplied. We can't have time to go into that today. As you, as you, as you proceed, you begin to walk in great grace, in uncommon grace. Then grace will be multiplied. There's a dimension. Separation. No one does it for you. There is no place in the Bible that we saw that somebody will do separation for you. If you look, live like them, you will be like them. If you live like them, you will be like them. There are prayer points you may never pray when great grace is at work in your life. We didn't read any place they said they were praying for supply. The Bible says, and great grace was upon them and none of them. It means that it is automatic. Great grace brings what? Supernatural provision. You do get that? <laughs> My brother said, ah! Ah! We have a man of God with us. Great man of God. We have missed it! The church missed it! They said prosperity message. There is nothing like a financial prosperity message. No. I will tell anybody. Keep it. The greatest prosperity message is to give a witness of the death and resurrection of Jesus. That is the greatest prosperity message. The Bible says great grace was upon them and know what? It means that great grace is the access to supernatural word provision. Second Timothy chapter 2.22. Let's take it from uh, Oh, we'll take it from here. We'll take it from Kinges that we are done. Sister, sister, that when I say I'm done this time, believe. I know you didn't believe. You say, hmm. See, 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 I've, I've got everything. <laughs> Hallelujah. 
<laughs> but God knows in my mind of mine. I just want to stay here for three days. God knows in my mind of mine. Telling you. They made the kingdom look so difficult for us. It's so simple. It's so simple. But they, they twist us back and front and all of that. We are not confused. We are supposed to be liberated, but we are not even more confused. Look at what he said. Run away from what? That youthful loss. It's not that run away from uh, the loss that follow you to. That is, run away from your previous life. Because as a child that was born again, that is, as some, a believer who is just born again, who is taken out of Egypt, you are a youth in Christ. So what you, the, the, the person you, 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 you have uh, appreciated or you live with before, he said, run away from the useful losses. You know, you are not a newborn babe. Did you get that? Now he's telling you, run away from the things that you, were, you thought were enjoyment before. Run away from them. Run away from your youthful loss. Pursue what? Faith, love, and peace with those believers who call on the Lord out of a pure heart. You know what he was saying? Befriend them. <laughs> Befriend them. The people who have by reason of maturity in the word of God. You as a new babe who have been born again, please befriend them. Be around them. Walk with them. Let them be an example. But of the truth, we don't even have an example anymore. I said, God help us. We don't have who to look up to anymore. What he was telling you is to look up to, as you just, you came out of the world, look for people that you should look up to. Befriend them. Run away from youthful loss. Pursue righteousness. Men who by reason of their relationship with Christ really exhibit the life of faith, life of love, peace with those believers who call on the name of God, who sincerely, who are sincerely believers. He said who call on the name of the Lord. In other words, you can be in the church, but you don't have a sincere relationship with God. Did you hear what he's saying to you? So he said, believers, believers who call on the name of the Lord in the what? Because there are many that we call on the name of the Lord, but we do, they will do the opposite. Do you understand? They lay hand to possess you. I have a, an unusual anointing. I can change that thing. The anointing. He said, be careful because so many of them will fake it. But look out for those with a sincere heart. Those one will teach you. The battle they conquer. How they conquer it. How, what they use in conquering it. Not those who will, who will pamper you to stay where you have been. Don't worry. You are not the one that killed Jesus Christ and live your life, sister. Forget that thing. Now, grace now. Ah, sister, enjoy yourself, oh. There is no life after death. How will you be telling somebody to kill yourself and you are calling it enjoyment? So he said, when you come out of the world, befriend such people who call on the name of the Lord in a pure and sincere heart. They are the ones that will educate you. They are the ones that will encourage you and 
truth. They can, they can, they can flog you, they still love you. They can chastise you, they love you. It takes genuine love for, for somebody to chastise you. So don't, don't, don't ever think somebody who allow you in your mess loves you is a lie. The Bible says, train up the child, Abby, to be wayward. Uh, you see, I was, you know, you know, Nigeria, they have their different Bible. Train up a child. Then the next one, continue. <laughs> you see, you see, Joseph was here. Did you see Joseph here? Eh? Oh, you don't see Joseph running away now from uh, Egypt, Egyptian lifestyle. What did he do with uh, Potiphar's wife? Did you see it here now? The scripture is not broken, can't be broken. Don't let anybody deceive us. Let them not put their, their mind and their own. The gospel is the power of God for transformation. That is good news. The word of God preached undiluted. That is good news. It has power to change you, transform you, redeem you, restore you. He said, flee also youthful lust, but follow what? Please, you know, if you have been beating me since, I was using what? Old Testament. Now, please, all the beat you beat me in your heart. Just say, God forgive me. You know, they say, Old Testament. Ah, ah, it's Old Testament. This preaching law. Is, is this one law also? Is it law? They say, ah, it's law. David told you, that is Old Testament now. Why are you talking about, about uh, Moses? You are talking about Joseph. That is Old, Old Testament. Is this an Old Testament? Eh? Flee also useful laws, but follow what? Faith, charity, peace. With them that what? You see the people is pointing you to? Sister Dayo, you go to a man, he says he's a prophet. He says he's an apostle. He says he's a major prophet. He's eyeing you. See this sister. Anointing that make you lost after another man's property is not an anointing. Who is laughing behind there? That is not an anointing. Anointing can appreciate, but anointing does not steal. You look beautiful, my daughter. It ends there. If you go beyond that, it's a disgrace. He said, flee useful loss, but follow righteousness with faith, charity, peace, with them that call. God is telling you, there are them that call God in a pure heart. There are also those who are not calling God in a pure heart. Be careful when you see them, run from them. But that is the church we want to attend. It will make us comfortable. I can bring my boyfriend to church. We are living together. We are not married. No problem. I know Pastor Dave knows it will be. Don't worry, grace has covered you. I, I, I will be loved. I know. We don't hate you. We are telling you that is not a lie. Just marry. Don't waste your grace. Tell somebody, don't waste your grace. Say it again. Don't waste your grace. 
Say, say it again. Don't waste your grace. Build your grace. Is it finished? Let me have 2 Timothy. I think verse 2. Chapter 2 verse. In the, in, 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 tw verse 20, right? Uh -huh, it's 20. Huh? Okay, where are we now? Uh -huh, this is what I'm looking for now. Uh -huh, so that we can round up. Moses is increasing that and he's wanting me to leave. But God forgive you. He said, bear in a great house. Did you hear that? Do you know the kingdom of God is big? You are decided where you want to be. You are decide the role you want to play. You are decide how you should be seen. You are decide the vessel you become. That's what he's saying. But in the girls, there are not only vessels of gold and of silver, but also of wood and of earth. Ah, you decide it. No one paid the price of consecration for you. No one will pay the price of separation for you. It's a personal dealings. Obey the word of God completely. There was a scripture that I read yesterday, I think in the book of Ephesians. I don't know. Have we visited Ephesians today? He said you have to leave it completely. Did we visit there? We read it. And he said we should walk completely. Are you sure? We read Ephesians, right? Yes, Ephesians. And I said, we should be separated. And he said, completely. And now he's telling us here again, be, he said, but in a great house, there are not only vessels of gold and of silver, but also of wood and of earth. And so to honor, and so to dishonor. Look at the kind of vessels in the, in, in the kingdom, he said. But he said, I am not the one that will keep, that will make you that vessel. It is your choice. So you have gold. You know the value of gold. It's not the same as the value of silver. And you know the value of silver is not the same as the value of earth. Earth simply means sand, 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 sand. A tip of sand. How much now? Maybe 80,000 Arabic. Eh? It should be 100,000 maximum. But you know a handful of gold. You know the, the value of it? No, consider now a tip of sand and just a handful of gold. Is it the same price? Is it the same value? He said there are different vessels. There are of wood. You know, we have charcoal that we want to use for, for our love feast, Abby. Sister, will you sweetheart? I saw the, this, you know, those masses, this, you know, say it to the church. How much did you buy it? Say it. Like, how much did we spend? Hi! Hey! 11,000 for all of that. If you see man of God. Sister, will you just imagine one of that is good? Eh? Brother Tungi, just imagine one of that bag is what? Good. He said there are vessels of sand and there are also vessels of what? Wood. Is it not wood that turned to that charcoal? The sand we use of, uh, to build house, a foot tip of feet is no more than 100,000. It's not even or two. Now, a handful of gold like this, a handful like this, now, now, 
we are going to check that you are not the, you, God is not the one who will make you that. It's not your responsibility. You decide. What Jesus did was to bring you in. You were liberated by his blood. But what you become now is only your responsibility. Then continue on. Next he said, some for honor, some for dishonor. Sister Willie, you see you were very careless. You left, you left that charcoal there. You see, you see what, what they did to that charcoal? You see, no respect. You see what they did to that charcoal? How many bags? Two. Ask Sister Willie, if that charcoal was bought 10 million, will you leave it like that? If the value of that charcoal was 10 million, will you what? Leave it like that. He said, some for honor, some are what? You see what? How they dishonor that charcoal? May honor rest upon you in the name of Jesus. All those means that stop laughing. Look at the way they dishonor the charcoal. No respect. No, nothing. They, they don't. If a man has a god of this of this nature, you know what they do? They will go and build a uh, safe. They, you hear what I said? They put it in bank, like this. Oh. But you see the, what they did to Chaco? They didn't even care what it can rain tomorrow. It's not that business. How much? It doesn't have value now. God is telling us, what do you prefer? The value of gold. The value of silver, the value of food, he said, choose. And I said, if you that he said, and I said, the level of your separation and consecration, we can bring you to that level of gold in value. Depending on your separation and dedication, can bring you to that, that level of silver. It is the level of your separation and consecration that determines the value that is placed on you spiritually and physically. Forget title. All of us can be a title, but in the, in the scheme of spiritual things, we, 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 are, we are different people. You don't need to labor to be a title. Anybody can be a title. Look at what Sister William and the rest leaders did to Chaco. Just tell them this piece of silver or gold is for the church. The, it was about 10 million. We want to keep it in the bank. That day, they will call security. They will call Sarim. See the way they did it. And see the way the thing will be used for. To cook food. May you not be used for that in the name of Jesus. There is value that is placed on a man who is set apart, who is, who is consecrated. There is a spiritual value. When it comes to spiritual scheme of things, there are value. Everybody comes with different values. You determine what happens in territories. You determine what happens in your family. You determine. You can demote and betray Satan. It doesn't matter how long he has occupied a certain position in your family. You can bring him down. Look at what he now said. Rise to your feet, everybody. We are, we are running. Let's read, let's read this together. We, now, we know that there are different kind of vessels in the kingdom of God. But these vessels are determined by the level of your consecration and separation. 
And now if you want to be a vessel of gold and silver, now he's telling you what to do. If you want to access a common favor, or common grace, great favor, great grace, he said to you, this is how it works. The great grace was upon the apostles. And no laughed. And I said, if a man therefore, who will do the purging? Eh? So we are the one that will do it ourselves. Eh? You see, there is no height you can reach in life. And it's never too late. If you make up your mind today, I want to be separated. I want to live for God. That is the day a new life starts with you. That is the day. It doesn't matter what has happened in the past. You just make up your mind. I want to see the death and resurrection of Jesus find expression in my life. I want to be a witness of the death and resurrection of Jesus Christ. If a man therefore purge himself from this, what was this again that you are purging yourself from? No, no, call it what you call it. Youthful what? He shall be what? What shall he become? But don't forget that he said there's a vessel of honor and vessel of what? Dishonor. Now he now said, if you want to be a vessel of honor, what do you now do? Purge yourself. Then what follows next? No, you have to what? Sanctify. In other words, consecration, separation. And meet for what? Oh, until we are sanctified, we are purged, we are not made for the masters. Which means, you know what? Man of God, you know that video I've been sending to you about one marine somewhere? Eh? I, I, I hit her yesterday. And she responded. I, I hit her again, it blocked me. So, it, the dance and the thing that was happening, I, I didn't want to send it to you because that would be temptation from the devil's self. I said no. Then people, was, uh, people were saying, somebody now said, you should have just remained in the world. People will know you have the world. Now you say you are a pastor. You are dancing like this, almost naked. And I said, uh, why are you people complaining? Why are you people following her? Now, there are three kinds of uh, pastors. They that call themselves. They call by men. They want called by God. They want called by God. You don't force them for separation and consecration. Did you get that? It's not a pastor thing. Everyone born of God is a man or a woman of God. Did you get that? So he now he said, for you to be meant for master use, what did he say you should do? Did you get that? So which means, if we can work for God, though, but we, are, we didn't meet his standard. Doesn't mean that he cannot, he cannot allow you to be doing it. But the dividends that come from it, don't, don't, you, can't, you can't get it. You, you see, you might not meet what the master standard. Doesn't mean you can't work for God. But you want him to pay you. You know what mommy said yesterday? He said, Oh, yeah, yeah. Brother, brother, you can't forget that. <laughs> Choose or what? Now, he said, if a man therefore purge himself, sanctified, and meet for what? Then what follow? And prepare. 
So it means that we had to be purged, sanctified to meet what the master used. But you can still be doing anything, but you didn't meet his what? Speck. He will not drive you away, but you will pay yourself. Did you get that? And when you pay yourself, you will labor. When you pay yourself, you will sweat. When you are sanctified, purge yourself. What you activate is a common grace. A common grace. That's what you activate. And he said, a great grace was upon them and not what? Lacked. Now he's not said, purge, sanctify. The meat for the master use. And prepare until you are made, um, you meet the standard of master use. You are not really prepared for good work yet. It can be work of the Lord, but it's actually your work. The work followness, let's check. Ah, did you come back to that again? So, which means we jump it before? Ha. Ah. So, how will you how will you go and start eating thing when you didn't eat your head? So now, he said, flee or what? So you see, he gave you the foundation, build upon it, and he reminds you again, if you want to remain honorable, if you want the value of God to be on you, continue to what? Flee what? Continue to do what? Continue to do what? You know what? See, if you are ready for business, if we close, go and check what they did to that charcoal. Why are you people laughing? Is it not in the Bible it says there are vessels of what? A vessel of earth, a vessel of wood, vessel of gold, vessel of silver. So if you want to know the kind of vessel that wood is, then go to the back. It's not what anybody wants to, 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 to look like. No. They, they didn't care. I even know the day they were carrying it. This time they might have even been doing this because you don't want it will stain you. You see, where you carry gold, even if you smell it, you will even put it in your mouth. Why is my wife laughing like that? What is happening? I, be, I didn't know what I'm saying. See, 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 see. Sister Jessica, if God is picked from the descent, they tell you it's 18 karat gold. They say, and your people are rushing around you. You will not check the debt. You will even put it in your hand. How are you? God bless you. You know what is here. When you vomit it later, you know what it will become. And as standing as we look, they can't throw it away like that. What sin reduces a mantle is dishonor. Did you get that? What sin reduces a believer to is dishonor. Don't let anybody lie to you. They will not preach it to you. But we have been commissioned to do what God wants and undo the lies we have been told. Don't let anybody lie to you. They said, don't preach sin consciousness. We are a devil from the pit of hell. They say, when you talk about sin, it's consciousness. How can it be consciousness? If you go back, you will see it. Then when you are done, you see what I will do if I were you now? I will use my eye to calculate. This 
two bags of charcoal. What is the value? Then you also use your mind to calculate 18 power of sand. Then you also now use your hand to calculate a handful of silver and a handful of gold. It, you see, when God revealed this scripture to me many years ago, I cried for days. I saw the spiritual reality. I said, wow. God, I'm the one who decided. He said, yes, it's your choice. God, eh, it is some prophecy. He said, prophecy has its place, but prophecy doesn't do the work for you. But God, what of the hand that is laid on me? He said, yes, it has its place, but it, doesn't, it will not do the separation for you. This separation must come by the value place of what you become. If you want to be regular, fine. Not the physical, physical thing. It's a spiritual reality. What you see in the physical is nothing compared to what happened and exists in the spiritual. You don't want Satan to deliberate with your life. You want to be in charge. Say, so whosoever you bless is blessed. Whosoever you curse is cursed. It's a mandate from God. It's a realm you must assess. Flee, run. And we saw it in the life of Joseph. Sister Dio, many are in a king's palace. Many are there, but only a few made decisions with the king. Did you get that? Many are in the king's palace, but only a few made decisions with what? The king. When the butler were leaving, Joseph said to, to them, when you get to the palace, remember us. Not everybody has power to influence decision in the palace. They, they, it's not as if they forgot Joseph. They didn't have the power. They didn't have what to offer more than what they were doing. Did you get that? Then, when Joseph showed off, as he showed up, bam, the king didn't ask. Where are you coming from? Where are you going? He said, from today, no one that will not listen to you. And I gave you the kingdom. The price you pay, it determines the territory you occupy. <laughs> yes. Joseph just walked in. And the king recognized something. This one carries value. <laughs> We don't let you, this one go everywhere. To keep him, we should give him the kingdom. When you purge yourself, the spiritual know what to carry. They know. He said, This one has something to offer. He paid the price. He paid the price. They didn't forget Joseph, they didn't have what it takes to offer. The reason why we live the way we live because we don't know the price that was paid on our behalf. May you not waste the blood of Jesus. May you not waste the blood of Jesus. They gave him an empire. Said this lamb belongs to you. This was a man from, the, from his father's house. He was separated. He was hated. So the people you say you left in the world, are they still celebrating you? If they are still celebrating you, ask yourself a question. Because your life is going to be boring to them. Did you get that? Your life should be boring.
boring to them. That's what happened to Joseph. He simply hated him because the life he was living was strange to them because they were not used to it. When you are born again, your life should be strange to the people that, that accommodated you in their worldly way before. May you not waste the blood of Jesus in vain. The blood was to set you free so that you'll be able to live the life of purpose. Life of power. Life of grace. That's what the blood came to do. He cried with a loud voice. What is the lamb that was slain to receive power, riches, honor? Did you see honor there also? At the other time, we just read that where you are purged, what happened? After Jesus was slain, honor came, riches came, power came, blessing came. What happened to Jesus? He was what? Slay. We had to be also slay to sin. That's why put yourself. What is it that was slain? What is it that was separated, set apart? He, as he was slain, he received power. He, he received honor, riches, blessing, everything. And that's what he's telling you now. If you purge yourself from this, you are not slain. Did you get that? When you are purged, you are what? God doesn't eat unholy things. When you are purged, you become a food for God. Man of God, when you are purged, you become a what? Food for God. You know, God ate Jesus. When he was to serve Jesus, he said there was no sin as spot in him. God, you can't offer any blemish sacrifice to God. He doesn't accept it. So when, when God was to redeem mankind, he knows a sinless and a spotless person had to be used. And Jesus fit into that uh, picture. He transacted with Jesus. He ate Jesus. Before then, they offer gold. They offer sort of things. He said, no. No. If uh, the sacrifice of Jesus, I mean of God, is a broken and a conquered spirit. So now he said, purge yourself. When you purge yourself from this, what he says, I will accept you. You become a living sacrifice. I will guide you. I will protect you. I will provide for you. I will be jealous over you. And then when the cock close, will have me to contend with Look at what he said. The hour is coming. Now is. When they that worship God, they will worship in spirit and in truth. Hold on now. And I said, the Lord seeketh such to worship him. In other words, everybody can come to worship me. Now everybody come to, to look for me. But I'm by myself also looking for some people. Why all of us looking for God? God is looking for some people. Did you get that? Why God is expecting everybody to come, but he's looking for few. Everybody come looking for God. But God is also coming to them say, I'm looking for some. He said, the hour is coming now is when they that will worship him, they will worship in truth and in spirit. 
If you read that speech of father, he said, For the Lord seeketh what such. Why many of us come to worship him? But God is looking for some people among them. We are looking for God, but God is looking for some. I have demonstrated this again and again. Three of you here. Do you hear this? There is an opening in Nigeria. And the people that will be qualified for this position, they must be a holder of PHD. And three people come for interview. But in the, in the, in the agenda of the parasite of the ministry that, the, that desire to employ these PHD holders, they said minimal requirement is PHD. But the one whose discipline involves French major will be an advantage. Did you get that? The requirement is what? PHD. And now there is an establishment looking for PHD holder. But you see, there is a small caveat on that. PHD holder must fit this position. But added advantage will be for any of them who is, whose major is French. So this one, professor of economics, professor of history, Professor of uh, linguistics, but major in French. So we know what they do. As they put it, this is say everybody meets the requirement. They will not rem remind the, uh, the officials. But added advantage is French major is actually what we are looking for. Because we might have 100 people that have PhD, but our focus is not just a PhD. But major in what? French. Now God said, the hour is coming in the new order. Now that hour has come before, because Jesus came. They that will worship God now, should they worship him in lips, in just their body or mind. But they must worship in sincerity or hearts. In spirit and in truth. For God himself seeketh such. So which means everybody come looking for God. But God have in mind those I'm looking for among them. You all come to him. He said you are all accepted. But in my mind I must, there are people I'm looking for. That's why I say when you approach you will be made for what? When you approach yourself you will be made for what? The gospel is simple. It's so simple. We shouldn't use grammar to confuse ourselves. It's simple. The hour comes. Give me that scripture. I thought the meter would have put it there so it doesn't look as if David Toya is lying. The hour comes. Now is the dead that worship God. They will worship in the spirit and in truth. For God seek and such. So when everybody comes to God, God is looking out for those who are are you in a sincere Pure heart, sincere heart, with all your jumping and all of that is looking at your heart. With all your jumping is looking at your spirit. Who are you? What do you do? Is it for the church or for God? We can jump all we care. God is happy for your jumping, but it's looking out for your sincerity. But the hour comment and now is when the true worshiper, what did you call them? There is there is worship. There's what? 
There is worshiper, there is what? So, God accepts worship, but he's looking for true worshipers. <laughs> you see, they don't preach to us. God accepts worship, but he's also looking for true worshipers. When the true worshipers shall worship, it, worship the Father in spirit. What is that spirit again? You, are, you have been a student of the word of God. What is that spirit? The word. What is that spirit? The word of God. It means those that we submit to the word of God. Those that we completely obey the word of God. Those that we serve God by reason of the word of God reveal. That is you don't negotiate with the word of God. The word said it. That is how it is. That's what he said. They that we worship God by reason of the word of God revealed to them. And he truth, his word. Now, this is what is always omitted. You see, this one is very silent. We stop at worship God in truth and in spirit. But the most important is silent. For, let's, let's, let's do it quietly. For, one, two, three, go. For the Father seeketh such to worship him. So when, when we gather in church, God also comes to be looking for certain individuals, Abi. He's coming to look for what? Certain individuals. So which one do you belong? Preach to yourself. Which one do you belong? Which one do you belong? Gold vessel. That is who you are. God, tell somebody I'm, I'm an honorable believer. Don't the real honorable people are not the dishonorable people in your parliament. Too. The real honorable people are the, are the children of God. Did you get that? The real honorable are the children of God. Not those, those dishonorable people in the parliament. He said there are some for honor and some for what? Dishonor. We are the one that should show the word God. Honorable people. Say it again. I'm an honorable believer. I'm an honorable believer. And I will be used for honorable work. I'm a vessel out of gold. I thought you would shout, you are not convinced. I'm a vessel unto gold. You can't, you can't do less than that. No, you are not a vessel of silver. Silver is good though. But if there is something better, go for that. Hallelujah. Did you receive something today? Are you sure? Sister Daya didn't say receive money or receive dollar. Take it! Why people will be jumping on the air? It's a lie. Sister Daya, it's a lie. I'll be a student of the world. Be pregnant of greatness and deliver greatness. By the reason of the word you receive today, honorable things will find expression in your life. Great things will find expression in your life. Great grace come upon you. Oh, come up, grace come upon you. Favor activated over your life. Go forth, prosper. Go forth, occupy. Go forth, dominate. Go forth, take territory. Go forth, lick up everywhere. In the name of Jesus. May the devil from today be afraid of you. 
May they that watch the devil from today be afraid of you. They were afraid of the children of God that came out of Egypt. And the Bible say that they consulted to destroy them. The Bible says you can't, you can't destroy them. They leak up everywhere. As you step out of this place, the power to leak up everywhere come upon you. As you come out of this place, the power to take territory come upon you. As you step out of this place, the power for dominion rests upon you. In the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father Lord. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. We have a wonderful man of God. I will not fail to recognize him. Mount David, Pastor Mount David is our means. Hallelujah. I clap of free for him. A great man of God. You don't know him. And he's from my, apart from a kingdom relationship, he's also from my, my language person. I guess. I think so. Ishan, right? Hallelujah. He was on the news not long ago. He's a great man of God. Satan wanted to mess with him, but we leave it like that. You are here because it was ordained. Yeah. Yeah. It's my brother in kingdom. It's my brother in the physical. It's a man of God who have tested and handled the word of God. Who saw what should be seen. Who saw what the kingdom of God should look like. But they, they, they almost killed him, but God preserved him. You will finish what God gave to you. You will be a voice that can't be resisted. Joe, listen, what God said to me is that he allows you into the lion den so that you will expose them in due course. Yes. He will use your voice to set people free from captivity. He's the one who took you to the den of Satan. So you know so much that even when you tell people they can't understand. But he said, when he finished doing the shaking that he will do, your voice will not be amplified. He had the word of the living God. He said there is a shaking coming. I will shake the foundation. I will expose wrath and evil. Man will later recognize what you said was true. Then I will hijack your voice and I will amplify it to the nations of the world. Says the Lord. Hallelujah. I prophesy over your sons and daughters, Father, that the power to finish strong come upon them. Their destiny has been activated. Nothing will stop them. Nothing will hinder them. Nothing will oppose them. In the name of Jesus Christ. Go and take over territories. In the name of Jesus. Every endeavor of life you find yourself, you will be recognized. Any endeavor you are a part of, you will be recognized. In the name of Jesus. Satan bow to you. They that worship him bow to you. All the circumstances surrounding you bow to you. Every battle you have fought before now bow to you. In the name of Jesus. In Jesus' mighty name, God bless you. Hallelujah.